0: Hey guys, welcome to the fourth episode of Release. I know that I don't sound as cheery and vibrant as I normally do in the other episodes, but I still share the same sentiment. I am grateful that you have taken the time to listen, and I hope that this episode and all the episodes bring you something you can take something away from it you can gauge another perspective whatever you went in needing to get I hope that you get it by the end um, as usual there is a story uh, so when I picked this topic which today's episode is about worthiness which you probably already know because it's the title but this episode is about worthiness and uh, when I felt like I was being called to talk about it, I started getting all of my thoughts together, uh, kind of uh, putting it into okay, this is how I felt or this is where I felt my most unworthy and then these are the steps that I am and have taken in order to, in order to get away from that. Um, and this is, or I feel as though this is something that a lot of the collective is struggling with, me included. For the last few months, I've kind of fallen away from that feeling of unworthiness, but I feel like spirit, again, Um, this is just the name I give for divine being, so the divine Allah, source, whatever you call that divine being, I feel like I was being called to speak about it, but speak about it from the purest and rawest, rawest, rawest place that I could, because I want to be vulnerable And I want to be able to be genuine in every single episode. Every time I click record, I want to be genuine. Um, And I feel like it's funny because I feel like Spirit was saying, okay, you want to talk about worthiness? Bet. We're going to bring you to a point where you feel the most unworthy to a point where you feel as though you don't deserve anything um and i'm currently going through that um and maybe this episode will be like i said in the last episode i'm also learning with you guys so this episode may be a reminder of things that i've done in the past to get away from these feelings so, we'll start from the beginning. Uh, when have I ever felt unworthy in my life? And the first thing that came to my head was in the church. When I was, and when I say church, I'm talking about um, Christianity. Um, so, when I was in the church i found myself feeling like i shouldn't be in that space i felt as though we were constantly being told in order to be a good christian you need to do xyz right you need to read the bible all the time you need to pray twice a day you need to go to church three times a day whatever 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 you need to participate in blah 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 Right. And I was doing all the things. Right. I was going to church three times a week. I was volunteering. I was doing things. I was on the choir. Like I was doing all of it. And I still felt as though I wasn't worthy enough to experience. The God that everybody was talking about. I felt like the only way for me to experience this God is to change what was on the inside. I had to change the person that I was in order to be welcomed into this family. And when I say welcomed into this family, I mean... At church, like a regular Sunday, you'd have people crying and screaming at the altar and begging and getting into spirit and blah, 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 um, speaking in tongues, whatever the case may be. And I felt like those things would never become a part of me because for some reason I could never measure up to those people that I was seeing every Sunday. Now that I'm older, I know that a lot of people, a lot of these people were performing and they just probably had that same, like, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And hopefully, if I do it enough, then hopefully I will start to feel as though I belong in this, um, in this space. Uh, my unworthiness or feelings thereof feelings thereof I don't know who the hell I think I am but anyway um those feelings continued for a very long time like I grew up in the church and when I say grew up I mean from birth um I was baptized when I was 12 and it was just what I knew even when The first time that I had sex. Well, yeah. Um, I cried for a whole year. I was in shambles because you're being told that um, sex before marriage is a sin. And obviously I'd be going to hell. So that weighed so heavily heavily on my heart and side note having to save yourself for marriage is a fucking stupid concept you do not have to keep yourself in any sort of um state of being in order to be good enough for another person i just want to get that out there because that shit is bullshit but in the time because i was so uh encompassed by the church life I was struggling to be able because when I did do it I planned it I was like okay um I don't believe in this losing your virginity shit because again um it's not a loss um you are always you don't lose any part of yourself when you engage with another person just wanted to to get that out there because I feel like a lot of people struggle with that concept because they hold it so they hold it so high Actually let me backtrack I do believe in uh soul ties uh, that if you express a level of vulnerability with someone that you guys become connected in the spiritual realm because one of the most spiritual activities um is sex like mind body heart spirit soul uh engagement in all the realms like that's that is a powerful experience but i don't believe that you lose any part of yourself when you engage in that um but as i as being told um not only told but even when my mom was unaware of the way that i was feeling or even the fact that i had decided to go through with that um i was still hearing the um the negative thoughts i was the negative uh comments i was still hearing oh she's not a very blah, 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 whatever um, and even though she wasn't saying it directly to me um I felt as though she was still speaking to me. Because, you know, when your wounds are surface level, you are so easily triggered because it's like you're still experiencing it and someone is triggering it. So that experience feels so heightened. Um, But after a lot of thought, I realized that the church. Okay, I'm not going to say the church Um, The church that I was attending was full of the most slimy, hypocritical, backhanded people I had ever had to experience in my life. Because as I got older, I realized that they were... Uh, you know, getting up every Sunday morning to dress to impress. And if you aren't dressed in a certain way, then you're not good enough. Um, why are you dressed like that? Why do you have earrings? Blah, blah, blah. I remember um, my grandma's cousin also goes to that church and she would tell people the elders in the church felt like they had the right to dictate how people approached the house of the lord right they'd be like oh you're a boy why do you have earrings take out your earrings why isn't your chest covered cover your chest um as long as my nipples aren't out and as long as i feel comfortable in that because my my thing is that i'm going into this place to get something from this being we're all going to this place to get something from this being so there's no way in hell that you as a human who does not have the capacity of understanding or love or just being. You don't have that capacity. So you have no right to uh, discuss other people's beings. And I know even I've talked to um, friends that are Muslim and they tell me about how even in that community, you find people that believe. Even on TikTok, I always see people... um, like you see a woman and her hijab is kind of coming off a bit and you hear, oh yeah, you're so haram, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? You, you have no grounds for that. Ever. Okay. Um, and I... <laughs> I left or not left, but I experienced that environment full of shame. And it wasn't only like church was the only place that I was feeling that shame. The feelings also came from my immediate environment, my family. And I find this a lot in black families. Uh, They believe that you are supposed to go on the path that they think is best for you, regardless of what you believe is best for yourself. And they will shame you to the ground. They will kill every sense of individuality until you bend and submit to what they want you to do. Uh, even as a child, I feel like a lot of children, especially in black um, families, children are seen as little slaves. Um, that sounds a, a bit weird, but I mean like you are... Not, okay, little slaves is a bad uh, way to say it, but I don't, I don't have the right word to articulate the feeling, but it's like you're seen and not heard. Uh, Your opinions do not matter because even my dad, he does it as a joke. I'll be talking to him and I, when I speak, I express myself with clear intent. I speak with um, a sort of finality. I'm like, okay, this is how I feel. And regardless of how you feel about the way that I feel, that shouldn't be... Uh, imposed on me, you're allowed to feel the way how you feel, but your job in this conversation is never to try to convince me of your opinions in order to devalue the opinions that I hold for myself. Um, and I feel like that's something that my parents have struggled or has has caused me to struggle with because. I am uh, a very, I would say, a pretty quiet person Um, in the way that I speak, uh, in the way that I um, kind of see and I don't always comment on things. Because I'm always in the corner. It doesn't matter how distracted you think I am. I'm always paying attention to the small things. And... I feel like Black parents, they silence you. Like I said, they try to bend you into submission. They try to silence you at a very young age. And maybe when I was younger, I was, my mom said I was a quiet baby, but maybe when I was younger, I was never quiet. Maybe I spoke up. Excuse me. Oh my God. Spoke up for what I felt and how I felt and that voice was silence over the years and now I feel like I'm finally uh getting my voice back but anyway that was a sidetrack um but another thing that I realized while in the kind of unworthiness uh lack of acceptance that I was feeling I began to feel as though um compliments were a sign of um that if I were to get a call okay I call this this concept uh false humility and that's kind of what I fell into um and to me uh false humility is obviously falsely uh, appearing to be humble but that was never my intention my intention was to push the spotlight away from me always my intention was always to redirect all of that love and whatever the person was giving me right back to them because i felt unworthy of those uh compliments because when i was younger um when my mom like i would get a compliment my mom would say oh yeah that's what you like or if i was um or if i got dressed i would be told oh yeah you're too much um you love attention too much blah 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 uh and i would feel so diminished within myself that i started deflecting the fuck out of every positive thing that everyone said to me and i find that really really funny because okay not funny and like oh my god ha 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 but funny in like an interesting way because during slavery uh when a child was complimented on uh the state of their health state of their clothes state of their skin teeth whatever 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 the parents would say no 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 and they would criticize their child be like no his teeth are crooked Um, his hair is falling out. He's weak. He doesn't eat. He's malnourished because that was the only way for them to stop their children from getting brought into slavery. And it's mind boggling to me because I can see how my parents and other parents are unknowingly perpetuating this idea of, unworthiness from slavery like generational trauma and they're unaware of what they're doing but it's so ingrained within them and they're so unaware of it that they believe that it is a part of their being and it shouldn't be ignored um but i'm talking about ways that uh other people have inflicted uh unworthiness on me but now i kind of want to talk about how i have sort of uh inflicted that on myself so obviously those uh, experiences have pushed me into a space of unworthiness but sometimes it's like it becomes self-hatred where if you're being told that you aren't good enough all the time then you begin to believe that you're not good enough. Even as people of color, as women, um, you are told that you are not good enough. You're told that your hair is too kinky or that um, your butt is too big, your lips are too big. Um, You're not light enough. You're not dark enough. um, You're not feminine enough. You're not masculine enough. You have too much hair, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. When I say masculine, I'm referring to um women. I mean in spaces like LGBT spaces where people have like an identity, like I'm a stud. Um, which is like more of like a, a man, like a male a male dressing or male presenting in terms of like dress demeanor, blah blah blah, uh gay woman. Right, but someone can be a stud, and they don't have to dress they don't have to abide by the boundaries that um, are kind of placed in society and I find it really funny because society changes its mind all the fucking time. Why do we have all of these beauty trends why do we have videos on YouTube a hundred years of x y z it's because people change their minds and other things become appealing and we move away from the old ways of life and this really struck me when um maybe like in the last year there's something that people uh, refer to as like the bbl epidemic and a bbl uh for those who don't know is a brazilian butt lift um it's like all of these all of a sudden Uh, all of these girls who are, first of all, not even fully developed yet, but all of these girls are putting themselves through this possibly detrimental surgery in order to look a certain way, in order to feel as though they're good enough. And... I find that interesting not because I'm against BBLs like if you feel and you know you're fully developed like 25 and you're like okay I feel like I would you know feel I, I, I just want my body to look different. If those if it's like a genuine if it's not being influenced by social media and it's a genuine um, feeling it's even like people that get uh, plastic surgery people that get uh, boob implants. Some women are very insecure about the fact that they have a small chest. That increasing the size of their chest increases their confidence. They feel like they can go out into the world. um, And they feel as though it feels like it's connected to worth. Of course. Of course it's connected to worth. But um, the point is, I remember when... um, People that I knew, or even me, would get teased about my big lips. Even my mom used to tell me, your lips are too big, you can't wear red lipstick. Um, I would get shamed for the way that my body looked, for the way that I presented myself. I remember when I was in middle school, um, I wore shorts. Because we obviously weren't allowed. It was like, okay, you have to put your hands by your sides. And your shorts have to be as long as your uh, the end of your, uh, what's this thing called? Middle finger. But there ain't no damn shorts that are down to your middle finger. That you're going to, as like an eighth grader, that you're going to be like, ooh, I'm going to fuck this shit up. But anyway, um, I decided that I was going to wear... Uh, shorts and with leggings underneath right that's oh no I wore tights underneath and that was modest to me my mother was like okay you look cute whatever and my teacher shamed the shit out of me she was like your mother let you come out of the house like this you can't it would be better if you just wore the shorts because you're bringing attention to your legs and your butt, blah, blah, blah. And then I would constantly see all of the black, which let's keep in mind that these girls are going through puberty. This, their bodies are evolving at a rate that has never been experienced in their lives. They're growing and developing and they already feel awkward enough. But let's talk about my experience versus another girl that I knew. Um, she was white. And she would wear biker shorts um, to the end of eternity. She loved her biker shorts. She would wear them with like a short little crop top. And a teacher never bat an eye at her. A teacher never bat an eye at her because her body wasn't being perceived as inherently sexual. To them, she wasn't trying to be hot. She was just trying to stay cool because, you know, it's summer and summer's fucking hot. But for me and other little black girls, they were told, um, cover up. Uh, you shouldn't look that way. You shouldn't present yourself in that way. Um... And I just found that really, sorry, I'm cracking my knuckles. Um, I just found that really, really interesting. Really, really interesting to look back on and see how sometimes experiences stick with you and help to formulate the way that you perceive yourself without you even having a conscious understanding of that happening um so i've talked about my experiences with unworthiness now we're gonna shift more into how to change or how to begin that journey of developing more worthiness developing more love for yourself developing more self-acceptance so the first thing i want to put out there Is that your body is the least important thing about you. I find so many girls, so many beautiful girls are so obsessed. If I could only get a bit bit thinner. If I could only, you know, lose these pounds. If I only blah, 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 then I would be enough for me to love. I would be... That body type that I strive so hard to be in order to um, feel as though I'm worthy of my own self-love. And it's funny because on the flip side, the girls that are dying to be thinner, there are girls that are hoping that they can gain a few pounds because they can see their bones. It's always hard to judge yourself. Well, you should never uh, be judgmental of yourself. But I find that when I say, oh yeah, but there are other people, I don't ever want to invalidate anyone's feelings ever. Um, you feel a certain way about your body and those feelings are valid. Those feelings, oh, I want to lose a few pounds. I'm not saying that you need to lose a few, lose a few pounds. What I mean um, is valid is the way that you, your life has pushed you to believe that that is what you have to do in order to achieve love. Um, but you are valid. Maybe I should reword that. You are valid in every single state that you have ever existed in, from birth until now, until death. Every single state that you will, because your body changes as you grow. Um, you never see a baby being like, oh my belly's too big. It's a fucking baby. Like every single stage of your life is valid. And I just I just hope you guys know that. Take some time, soak that in. Um, yeah. So also I wanted to not only is your um existence within your physical body valid and not only are you worthy regardless of your physical appearance but your worth is not determined by any of those things your worth is not determined by a number on a scale your worth is not determined by your situation your relationships your religion um whatever you think outside of yourself that causes you to feel those those feelings of unworthiness, no, no, no. They do not have the power over you. You shouldn't let them have the power over you in order to rewire your brain against yourself. So the first thing that um, I feel like The first place you have to start is to recognize the feeling. Recognize the areas in which you feel unworthy. And again, this is more shadow work. Um, I love shadow work. Um, But anyway, recognize the areas in your life that you feel make you unworthy. You can make it... Don't just think about it, actually we're gonna do an activity guys I love when we do activities but anyway um write a list get a sheet of paper this has to be um actual physical copy um get a sheet of paper and write down every single this may be very 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 hard for some people and even hard for myself but um take it as slowly as you need to or maybe you have a thousand things to write down front to back but write those things down and after you write them down, look at them. Look at all of these things outside of yourself that you are, that have imposed upon you. And then I want you to fold up that sheet of paper, crumple it, whatever um, whatever way you want to do this. You can burn it, but get rid of it. Get rid of it, throw it out. We are that's a physical manifestation of throwing away all the bullshit that you've kind of harbored and taken on within your life um because all of these things that you feel so um deeply unworthy about are probably things that you have been told about yourself uh, things that society has told you, things that your parents have told you, things that the church has told you um, or things that you've learned through conditioning, things that have forced you into submission, things that have forced you into that mindset. And they are not you. They are not. They aren't you. These things are outside of yourself. I just keep reiterating that because you need to remember that these things are outside of you. They do not control you. They have never controlled you. You allow them to control you because of fear of what if I get past these things? What if I get past these things and I start feeling better but I still feel those that, that feeling, that imposition of unworthiness on my heart. Um, but the second thing that, um, I really, really, really recommend is to find practicality. We can sit in our rooms and, or wherever you are and do our shadow work. Uh, but our lives are not lived, um, behind curtains our lives are not are not lived in um the secrecy of our own hearts um you need to find practicality you need to start detoxing your life if there are people in your life um i know with um relationships this may be hard especially with parents and stuff um if you can't delete them excuse me and forget about them in your life, then you need to distance yourself from them. What people, idea, and I don't when I say like detox in your life and I say people, people, ideas, situations, whatever it is that no longer serve you, then you need to get rid of them and somehow. You need to, in some way. You need to purge all that shit in order for you to get to a better mindset, for you to feel lighter, for you to be able to invite light, for you to be able to invite change within yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, I began with uh, cleaning out my social media. And when I say clean, like, yeah, I'm not like the block princess. Um, I used to find it really hard to block people. Um, but during this time in my life that I was uh, purging, I had to delete people. And sometimes I know like when I did it, it was like, okay, uh, I had to realize that I was doing this because these people no longer held space they were no longer allowed to hold space in my life. They were no longer allowed to be and ent- be involved within my energy and my evolution. Um so I would say, okay, you've done this to this person that I care about. I can't trust you no more. Um or you've done this to me, and I've kept quiet for too long, so I'm just gonna ignore you and delete you from my life. And sometimes it's gonna be a little bit harder than that. Some even with guys that I don't really consider friends. Um, if you delete them, they're like, "Oh, do we have beef, bitch? It's fucking. We don't have beef. Like I'm vegetarian. Like we don't have no fucking beef. The issue is that you are not the energy that I want to align with." I'm being, I'm trying my best to be intentional about the people that I allow to take in my energy and the people that I share my space with. Um, And this may be a very, 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 very hard thing uh, to do. Because sometimes the people that are the most toxic in our lives are, as I said before, our parents or our best friends or our partners. Um, and you have to say, I'm choosing me. I'm choosing me because the most important relationship that I want to have, the most important relationship that I believe is important, is the one for myself. And no loss of relationship even though it might be and it probably will be fucking painful in the long run no loss of a relationship ever diminishes your worth i'm sorry guys i'm getting a bit emotional but um that's something that i needed to hear that no loss of um a relationship diminishes my worth that i am still worthy of life and worthy of all of the beauty that life has to offer without my connection to people that I believe brought that beauty into my life. The beauty of life is your existence. The beauty of life is you being able to get out there and feel all of the feelings and live your best life. My dad always makes jokes about me saying that, but realistically, living your best life and I just wanted to point out that this the journey to self-love is fucking lonely. It's very fucking lonely because you have to sit in your pain. You have to cry, cry, cry. You have to purge shit like a motherfucker. You have to do whatever it takes. And sometimes it takes a really long time. Sometimes it feels like you're not making any progress. But... That time with yourself will help you to gauge how you can go back into the world with a better version of yourself in order to find uh, more intentional people to be around, more high vibrational, more loving, whatever you need. You heal your heart in order to open your heart um and i feel like what i'm saying kind of it feels like high stakes i don't know i feel like social media is a really big thing for a lot of people um and it feels like high stakes you can even start with just um google start with google start with youtube uh, read books i love to read books i'm a book nerd um i also like watching videos on youtube but go in search of all of the things that are available to you use all because these are the things the concrete uh tips and the uh concrete knowledge that you are going to take and you are going to use that to better and better yourself and put these uh things into practice um and this process may feel as i said before it may feel really long but you need to be gentle with yourself hold your hand hold your own hand um reach out to people that you feel will be able to help you along on your journey people that you trust people that you and if there's nobody then that's also okay y'all have me um i will always try to make myself the most vulnerable and available source of energy when it comes to uplifting and helping and healing the collective because i feel like that's one of the most important things uh To me, and kind of the last thing that I wanted to touch on, or not the last thing actually. um, I feel like this should have been uh point number one, but we need to start releasing fear. You need to release fear that if you do this thing. That your whole world will fall apart. Or if you do this thing. Because remember, fear is very, very needed. You're going into a place where you've never gone before. you never experienced this. Fear is a human response. And you have to validate that fear and say, I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it. Um, it may feel like someone's stabbing me in the heart over and over, but I'm going to fucking do it. Because... You can't waste your time living on other people's terms or you will live a life unfulfilled. You will open your eyes one day and you'll be 50 and you're miserable. Everyone around you is miserable. Um you feel empty and you're like why isn't this job fulfilling me? Why isn't um my home, my partner, uh spouse, my children, um all of these uh, travels, whatever it is. How are these things fulfilling me? It's because you were never supposed to be fulfilled. Those are experiences in life that you need to go into already overflowing with self-love. In order for you to feel the gratitude of life, you need to be grateful for yourself. Um, and I guess my last... Two points sort of go hand in hand. Um, So first, we're going to talk about um, forgiveness. This is going to be a journey of forgiveness. And I know that that is a hard thing to wrap your head around. Um, Not only forgiving other people for the shit they've done to you. But forgiving yourself, forgiving yourself for not having the knowledge that you do now, forgiving yourself for allowing these things to happen to you or for the fact that you've been put into places where you felt small, things that you had no control over. You have to forgive yourself because with me in church, I had no control Over, um, and even now, um, I consider myself a spiritual person and I have my own beliefs and my own faith that, okay, before I get into that, you can't discredit, back up a little bit, you can't discredit the things that have happened to you because they have taught you things right um just like being in church fucking painful and i have to unlearn all of that trauma but being in church has taught me that i need to be an authentic person that i need to it is important to me as an individual to go into spaces with the most unmasked version of myself that i can that I can do um and I can't sit up in my room in my space in my head and cry about the fact that the church has traumatized me you extract and again this shit is fucking painful but you when you're healing and when you've become more uh removed from the pain that these things have caused you then you begin to see the lessons you begin to say oh this was teaching me xyz and i wouldn't have learned this if i hadn't gone through this fucking hard-ass thing and i keep talking about the episode on healing and i feel like it's gonna come up soon like i said when i'm being led i'm being led but um this is kind of the way that um you're because healing this is an episode on healing and it's um essence a part of healing um there are so many layers to that and i really don't want to get into it but my last point that i wanted to make was about affirmations and um a lot of people shit on affirmations um they may feel a little bit janky like you're just saying i am this i am that how the fuck does that rewire your brain but I think of uh, affirmations as um, a self-fulfilling prophecy. And if you don't know what that is, uh, it is case. Okay. Um, let's say that you tell a kid, you are stupid. And you tell that kid that they're stupid every single day for four. You tell that kid that they're stupid every single day for 10 years. When that kid is asked are you stupid they will answer yes when you put that child into a school environment they will not give you their full potential because they have been taught that these the, this is what I am I am stupid so you basically are told something and then you step into that thing that thing becomes your destiny And it is out of your control, right? So with affirmations, it's kind of the same thing. So for me, sometimes I have negative thoughts, right? I will be like, oh my God, I'm so fucking stupid. And then in the same breath, in the same breath, because you saying that, that's also a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So in the same breath, I negate that feeling I say out loud I talk to myself a lot I say out loud um I am not what did I say what was the statement that I just used oh I'm so fucking stupid okay um I turn around and I say I am not stupid I am learning I am developing um my intelligence is limitless and you begin to speak life over yourself basically you begin to set those little building blocks so if you say to yourself every day i am beautiful look in the mirror say i am beautiful it may be so hard for some of us have been told that we're ugly for our whole lives um some some of us have been told oh you're to this you're to that blah 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 so when you look in that mirror And you say, I am beautiful. It may be hard the first time, the second time, the third time, the fourth. It may be hard every single time you try it. But you keep looking at yourself in that mirror and you keep saying, I am beautiful. Every single day, whatever affirmation you need to say, and you say it and you look yourself in the eyes. Because now you are replacing that narrative that that has been put into you. And before you know it, you're going to start moving like you're beautiful. You're going to say, if someone calls you ugly, you're going to be like, okay, that's your opinion, but I am beautiful. So that has nothing to do with me. Um, That's all on you, all your insecurities. Don't come to me with it. You begin to rewrite your own narrative. And I feel like that is so fucking beautiful. Um, but when you put that energy, positive energy out into the universe um your energy your being you begin to align with a higher your higher knowledge your higher inner workings and that sounds really like uh spiritual ish and janky and whatever but in like the, ba- the most basic of terms everything is energy um and nothing can be created or destroyed So if you have this energy within yourself that is like, I am fucking worthless, then you have to transform that energy. You have to reshift. You have to change. You have to release because that is already a part of you. And rejecting parts of you is rejecting yourself. And that's not the goal. That's never the goal. The goal is to accept yourself as you are or accept all the things that have brought you to where you currently are and also accept the ways that life is gonna push the fuck out of you in order for you to change um and again that's a fucking hard journey uh but yeah i think i think that's all i have for today I just wanted to remind you guys even though i just talked for almost an hour this one's the longest episode um so far uh almost an hour about it but you are you are worthy of life you're worthy of love you're worthy of the most beautiful experiences in life even if you don't see it right now even if you're so clouded what brent fights. What did Burn Oh my god, guys, I'm stuttering. What did Bren Fies say? Your judgment gets clouded when you're clouded. When you're full of all of this stuff, you can't see past yourself. And I hope that this episode have has given you guys opportunity to kind of see past yourselves. And I am hoping that you start on your uh, self-acceptance, self-love, your worthiness journey today because you have so much life within you that has been repressed because of shit that you've had no control over but i love you guys thank you for listening um be patient with yourselves as usual i hope you guys have a great next two weeks um and i'll see you guys in the next episode bye